parts of their trip through shadow space with no one else to talk to. Even so, he welcomed the conversation. His normally shaved bare head had a layer of stubble, as did his jaw, and he itched with stale sweat and a grunge that only came from being trapped in a flight suit for over a day. No update yet, Garrett said. The rebels on Halcyon hadn't wanted to risk seizing their Ansible station until after the battle kicked off in orbit. That was an understandable caution, he knew. Nova Corp wouldn't hesitate to nuke it from orbit, and the Colonial Republic ships would probably take giving away their positions to an inbound force rather poorly as well. Still, the rebels said they had a couple merchant ships in place with sensor data ready to upload upon their arrival. That would have to do. The War Dogs' forces would arrive at long range. Ideally, they would catch the Colonial Republic ships powered down or even at dock with Halcyon's lunar Heinlein base, which meant they could demand their surrender or even seize them before the ships would have a chance to take off. Whatever security Novacorp had, however, was a different matter entirely. On that cue, the gray nothingness of shadow space vanished, replaced by the star-studded wonder of normal space. Granted, Garrett could only see it through his displays but the familiar stars of his homeworld almost brought tears to his eyes. The targeting data that almost immediately appeared on his screens might have had something to do with that, though. As your squadron detach, Garrett called out. He listened to the acknowledgments even as he watched their icons form up around him and the icons of the other ships in their force shift to the attack. As usual, he saw that Hugh's hammer was slightly out of position. Hugh, adjust your vector by 374. Roger, Commander, Hugh said. I swear they need to recalibrate my sensors again. His draw was, as usual, totally relaxed. Whatever the reason for being off, he adjusted course and fell into formation properly, which let Garrett focus on the enemy as the sensor feed from the rebels populated. Well, that's a bit worse than we expected, Garrett thought. The rebels had plotted the course of what looked like a pair of destroyers, probably the Novacorp mercenaries they expected. There was also a trio of cruisers and a battle cruiser, however. Even worse was the fourth enemy ship, what looked like a helot-class carrier. That's definitely not supposed to be there, he thought. What the hell does Novacorp have a beast like that out here for? The helot could carry an entire wing of fighters directly into battle, protected behind heavy armor and its defense screens. As your squadron, target priority is updated, Commodore Pierce said. Let the big ships fight it out. Take down their auxiliaries. Understood. As always, the mercenary commander sounded gruff, irritated, and a little bored. There was a running joke among the war dogs that the day Commodore Pierce sounded surprised would be the day they threw in the towel. Azure Roger, Garrett acknowledged. The war wagon was old, a dreadnought built before amalgamated worlds had risen to power, back when Earth nations still existed and had starships of their own. While it was heavily refitted, it would be at a very marked disadvantage against the Centauri battlecruiser and trio of cruisers. They would have superior maneuvers and acceleration, and their weapons were far more up-to-date. Still, it wasn't his place to argue strategy with the Commodore, especially not in the middle of a battle. Squadron form on me. He uploaded their targeting priorities even as he monitored the rest of the battle. Assault shuttles from the war wagon descended towards Heinlein base on Halcyon's moon. The base was originally built as a civilian transshipment facility. The Colonial Republic had repurposed it as their garrison above the fractious Halcyon colony when Garrett was still a boy. 
The assault shuttles were in a race, Garrett knew. They had to get in before the base defenses went online. Against a hardened and skilled opponent, it would have been suicidal. Against the standard Colonial Republic conscripts, it was merely risky. Garrett brought his hammer up in line with his squadron's targets. The two Centauri-built destroyers had clearly been modified. Their emissions spiked higher than standard Enforcer-class destroyers, anyway. Garrett's targeting reticule began to flash as he lined his craft up with the first target. The hammer was a gunboat, a light craft built around its mass driver. The mass driver was rightfully a weapon for a destroyer or cruiser. It fired a heavy projectile at near-relativistic speeds. A destroyer might mount a battery of four or more, while each of the six gunboats in Garrett's squadron mounted one. The problem was they had to line up their vessels on the target to engage. They couldn't mount them in turrets like a real warship. Fire on my mark, Garrett said.